I found Tribe Sober and after sort of hanging around on the edge, I joined up in July and I haven't looked back. I mean, I really haven't looked back. Um, I've looked at before, yeah, okay, I've looked at AA, I've looked at rehab. I thought they were the only two things out there, but I just loved the approach with Tribe Sober. It's not so draconian. It's it's relaxed, but I don't want that to sound as if it's 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 easy because it's not. But I, I really it, it really is me, Janet. You know, I've you know I've found people like me. You know, I'm not alone out there. Welcome to the tribe. This is your weekly podcast from Tribe Sober. Whether you're already sober, striving to be sober, or just plain sober curious, you need a tribe. You need a tribe because it's so hard to do this alone. You need a tribe because you need support. And that's where we come in. Here at Tribe Sober, we've got your back. Here at Tribe Sober, we have people at all stages of the journey, all helping each other to stay on track. On this podcast, we've got recovery stories to inspire you, experts to inform you, and plenty of advice on how to ditch the drink and change your life. So here's your host, Tribe Leader, Janet Gorond. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Tribe Sober Podcast, episode 79. My name is Janet Goron. I'm the founder of Tribe Sober, and I'm your host for this podcast. Here at Tribe Sober, we help people to change their relationship with alcohol and then to go on and actually thrive in their alcohol-free lives. And over the last six years, we've helped hundreds of people to do just that. And we created Tribe Sober because we believe it's really hard to change your drinking habits alone. So at Tribe Sober, we're all about community. And on this week's podcast, we're featuring two ladies who signed up for our Sober Spring Challenge. At the time of recording, we're in late January. But if you are up for taking a break, then just sign up for our January challenge, which is open until the 31st of January. For a small donation to a good cause, we offer community and online support for an alcohol-free month. We've currently got 115 people going through the challenge, so sign up today and join the fun. They're chatting away all day long on their WhatsApp group, sharing their journey and passing on their tips. Just go to tribesober.com and hit January Challenge. And if you're listening to this way after January, then just go to tribesober.com and hit Join Our Tribe, and we'll put you on our 30-day starter challenge. So now you know about our challenges, let's get you inspired. Have a listen to two people that did our Sober Spring Challenge. So let's get going with our first challenger, who is Roz, a British lady living in Spain. I began by asking Roz how she heard about Sober Spring. Well, I actually found Tribe Sober before I found Sober Spring. And basically, I was Googling through, reading lots of stuff and trying to find some help or to see what was out there because I was, you know, I was worried about my drinking. Though at the time, I wasn't sort of planning on giving up permanently. I just wanted to know if I was drinking too much and to try and control it. I found Tribe Sober and after sort of hanging around on the edge, I joined up in July and I haven't looked back. I mean, I really haven't looked back. Um, I've looked at 
before, yeah, okay, I've looked at AA, I've looked at rehab. I thought they were the only two things out there. But I just love the approach for Tribe Sober. It's not so draconian. It's it's relaxed, but I don't want that to sound as if it's 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 easy because it's not. But I, I really it, it really is me, Janet. You know, I've you know I've found people like me. You know, I'm not alone out there, and you know it really resonated with me. And I just actually completed. I'm not sure what you call it, but my first thirty days. And yes. I, I, I completed every single one of those 30 with, without drinking. And I wanted to keep going. I was sleeping better. I was feeling better. I was looking better. I was a different me coming through. I'm not sure. Somebody suggested at one of the Zoom meetings, which I, which I also love, to take up the sober challenge. And, well, <laughs> I signed up. I got on the bus and... It's the best bus ride I've, I've ever had, really. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving it. And I've been on some bus rides. Eh? Yeah, well, I mean, your story is is awesome because uh, from what I remember, Roz, you, you've been uh, drinking, you know, like I was for decades. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the habit was so entrenched. But, um, you know, the, the it was like with you, it was like the minute you found your people and you uh-huh. made the decision – you just stuck with it, didn't you? And you're right. There are there's millions of us like like you and me, and we we don't really go with the AA vibe because it's uh-huh. too negative. And you know, I still don't label myself as an alcoholic. <laughs> no, they do probably I. say that I was. I'm no, just someone I. that drank too much, and now I don't. You know. <laughs> I don't think it has to be a label for life or even I don't think sobriety should be a lifetime struggle you know we've you're getting the the idea already you know it's something you put your all into I think you have to work hard for about six months and then it's just the new normal and then you can just get on with your life and and enjoy it so yeah whichever way you go I think whether you actually like in my case I hope to give up permanently because I know I don't moderate after well 40 years I've always I've lived in a socializing environment um I met my husband just to give you a bit of background met my husband we've been married 47 years now and I met him when we were both working in Corfu in Greece and he had a water sports school and I was working for his agency and the first time he proposed, it was a drunken proposal at a barbecue. And really, really, we haven't looked back, you know, unfortunately. we, But we, we haven't regretted it. We've had a wonderful life. I mean, yeah. You know, if I could say, you know, if there is an afterlife and I could come back, I would probably come back as me. But yeah, without, yeah. without so much wine. <laughs> but I don't think we should regret anything. You know, no. we uh, we were living our lives and, and drinking is a lot of fun until Absolutely. it's not, you know, until it kind of catches up with you. Yeah, and it hasn't been for me for at least the last 10 years. Yeah, I think we've probably got similar stories. You know, it starts off as a social thing. I certainly, my first marriage was kind of swimming in alcohol. We were, my second marriage, rather more sober affair, but... 
Yeah, it's it's so easy. But yeah, you start off socializing. For me, it was socializing in my 20s, my 30s, and then my 40s and 50s, it was more of a coping mechanism, you know, for stress and for anxiety. Although, of course, I know now it makes it worse. And and to relax, you know, you think, oh, right, I've got an evening to myself now. What shall I do? <laughs> Obviously, let's, let's, yeah, open let's a bottle of wine. Let's get the bottle out and let's put another one ready for when that one's finished, because that's... <laughs> That's as fast as a bottle of wine went in our house that fast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're listening to a podcast from Tribe Sober. So I don't think you'd ever taken a sustained break from alcohol before, had you? Never, never. We've tried, well, I got the the Dry January app on my phone. Um, we tried dry January. My husband's birthday is the sixth of January, so of course we can't <laughs> we can't start till after that. Usually we have visitors before the end of January, so we always finish before then. So no, no, we, we neither of us have ever taken a break. We've never taken a break. The nearest I no, we've never taken a break. Yeah. But these last ten years, we we have been trying desperately to moderate, and yeah. it just it hasn't worked. Yeah. So you've known subconsciously that you needed to make a change, haven't you, the last 10 years or so? Yes, I tell you, I tell you, vivid memory I've got of knowing this was for my 60th birthday. And I downloaded, it was my first ever book. It was Alan Carr, The Smoking mm. Guy. And I think yeah. it was no, no More Hangovers. And I just got a new Kindle Fire. I don't think the Kindle Paperwhites were out then. And I downloaded the book and I was just determined that for my 60th, I was going to get, not sober exactly, but, you know, I was going to grow up a bit. And 10 years later, here I am. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, I think that was when I started really thinking, it's not funny anymore, Ros. You know, this yeah. is not funny. Yeah, I think we, I mean, I certainly felt like that for about 20 years, I think. But with me, I just didn't know how, you know, I knew I wasn't going to rehab or AA and I just didn't know how. And, and for me, you know, I went to uh, Club Soda in London, which is a little bit like what I do. So you just have to find your people. And then yeah. it's, it's a huge relief because, you know, you're oh, not the only golly. one. Absolutely. And I, I found my people. I really have. It's my family. Tribe Sober, the, well, it was the WhatsApp, now it's gone to Slack. But that's my first go-to in the morning. Uh, it's my last one at night. And I really feel for these people, for all of them, you know. We really are a family. We get each other, and I know I know what they're going through. They know what I'm going through. Gosh, it's such a relief to have found you all, <laughs> really. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a relief. And, and I love these groups. You know, they've kind of restored my faith in human nature, really, because yeah. people really care. You know, at the moment, I'm worried about bleep. But oh, gosh, I went to bed feeling so because I, I've been there. Yeah, you know, I've yeah. been there so many times. I've been there, you know, and I've beaten myself up at three o'clock in the morning. I've walked around the house beating myself up. Anyway, I'm, so, I'm convinced we'll all get her back on the bus. But, you know, that, and that's what I like when people do have slip-ups. You know, everybody piles in and, and really... Yeah, and that's what I like about Tribe Sober because everybody understands that we do have slip-ups. And yeah. then absolutely there's no problem at all. You just get back on the bus. And that was the yeah. good feeling because I felt... Yeah. I didn't... I felt like, okay, if I do slip up, and I was sure I was going to, though I haven't... Um, no. 
uh, I knew that you'd, after, once I'd met you all and found out what the trip was about, I knew you'd all still be there when I got back on. Exactly, exactly. And and as you say, you, you didn't slip up. And, and why do you think, what was your secret? God, I don't know. I must say, I think I'm amazing. But yeah, it's 100 and, let's have a look, 120, 122 days. And I haven't had a drink. Uh, and never in my life did I think I'd do this. So it's uh, I've got my 71st birthday on the 8th of December. And I've given myself... Well, you've given me the best birthday present ever. Yeah, yeah, it is the best present you can give yourself. Yeah, so um, talk to us about the benefits, Ros. I mean, I remember the first time I met you and you were on Zoom and you were all tearful and you were convinced that you wouldn't be able to make it. So it's been such a joy for me to see you just flying now. I was absolutely desperate. I was absolutely desperate. Um, um, As I said my sister had been past three years. I was, I turned 70, just nothing, everything was going downhill, everything was going wrong, and I'd always had such a good life. The benefits are just, there's too many. But I'll tell you the latest one is I've lost weight, and I've never been big. I think I, heard you, I, think I heard you say once that you existed on a diet of cigarettes and wine when you were younger, in our teens. Mm more or less um yeah that's that was mine you know coffee cigarettes and which I gave up years ago and and alcohol so I've always always been careful about my weight I've never had a sweet tooth well I'm getting one now I've never had a sweet tooth and I've always watched what I ate but I have lost over and not by not trying it I have lost over this last well four months almost now I've lost uh, two kilos which you know, and it's two kilos in a great way. It's come yeah. off the waist, yeah. if you can imagine. Um, not the face, like, you know, when you're not very well, where it comes from, everywhere you don't want it to come from. It's, it's, that's, that's, that's the latest benefit, not one I was particularly looking for. The main thing that I was looking for, the benefit that I hoped to get was sleeping because I've never been a good sleeper. And okay, I'm not the best sleeper now. I do still wake around 3.30, but I wake lovely. I wake happy with myself, at, at ease with myself, at peace with the world. I pot around, I have a drink, I go to the toilet, I come back and I go back to sleep. Whereas before I worried about everyone, everything. And mainly I just spent the time beating myself up and you know, crying into my pillow. Why did I drink again? Also, I've got um, I've had high blood pressure. I've been on blood pressure tablets since I was thirty, so quite a few years. I'm hypertensive, and that's sort of that's for life. And I I do take my blood pressure regularly every morning, and I haven't taken my tablets actually for the last two months. I spoke to the doctor. He said if I was happy with it, I mean I know him pretty well, then to carry on and. Um, well, there's just so many benefits. And also, stop me, Janet, because I can actually... No, go. no. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just learning so much. You know, I, yeah. I'm retired. I thought I was at the end of my learning, you know, lifetime, really. But, you know, now I'm learning about neurons and passageways and I'm just learning so much, you know, 
new stuff. There's so much out there that I've got no idea about. I'm interested in it all. There's lots of so many interesting things that come up in club, you know, the tribe sober that somebody recommends this book or somebody posts an article that they've seen. And, you know, I read it all. I read everything. And it's a, a great learning curve for me. Well, this itself, gosh, I've done Zoom. I've yes. downloaded a podcast. podcast. <laughs> now this, yeah, now this. Um, I mean, I've read the books that I haven't read. The people that you interview, um, I was listening to your last uh, interview with the, you know, with your yoga and the nutrition. Yeah, Tamsin, um, yeah. Exactly, you know, I mean, everything is just so interesting. You know, yeah, I mean, um, who knew that yoga and recovery would kind of go together? It had never occurred to me, but I love the way she says, you know, it's coming home to your body. You know, I mean, we exactly. we well, had I've a been, session with her this morning. Well, I've been down to a yoga class this morning as well. So uh, you mentioned your husband, who's obviously pleased with you. And how's his kind of sobriety journey going? Is he joining you or? Uh, yes, 100%. I can't believe wow. it. I mean, he didn't start with me, but he he stopped actually because he said to me, "Well, when is this sober spring thing then?" And I said, "Well, it starts you know starts on the first. And he said, "Okay, well, I, I'll support you. I'll do it with you." And he hasn't had a drink since. Wow, that's amazing. Good for him. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Do you know? And I didn't involve him in this, Janet, for the first time ever. I tried to involve him over the years I say we've been married 47 47 years I've been saying we drink too much and he's been saying yes and I've said well we'll do this and we'll do that cheers yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's never worked and this time I went on my own to tribe sober and the only thing is I spoke to him before I signed up and I said I'm gonna do this I'm serious about it if you've got any problems with it mainly because some money was going out in the bank account but not very much to join oh. Tribe Sober, absolutely, absolutely, what a bargain, what an absolute bargain for me anyway, and um, he sort of said no, and you know, at first he didn't really take it too seriously, uh, he sort of thought that we were fine, and if he, he just thought I drank too quickly, you know, that if I slowed down, and at the beginning he was saying, well, eventually, you know, when you drink again, and then in the end, he stopped saying that, and he, he stopped drinking, so there's two of us now. Wow. Think of all the money that you're saving. Oh, goodness. I know it's amazing because we used to have to go to two different supermarkets to get the wine, that is, right? Not not to mention how we dumped our bottles in the morning because yeah. we had an awful lot of bottles recycling. Um, and we go to the supermarket once a week now just for food. Oh, and fantastic! We do. We actually we 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 do we do drink the alcohol-free beers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess uh, there's some money that has to go on those, but I still think you'll you'll be oh, saving no, money. No, yeah, we are. Yeah, that's and where the say, that's where the iPhone's coming from. <laughs> and y yes, good idea to actually buy something tangible with, with what you've saved. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Ros, if someone's listening to this and they, they know that they're drinking too much and they know they should at least take a bit of a break, what would you say to them to encourage them? Do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just try it. And even if it doesn't work, just keep doing it. Just, yeah. keep, just keep trying. Yeah. Um, and I think that anyone and everyone would benefit and can benefit from a break 
because obviously we all know that it doesn't do your liver any good to start with. It doesn't do your skin any good. We all know those things, um, but we think we get away with them. They do. You do pay for them in the end. But I would I would say I would encourage anyone to, to give it a try. Yeah, you, you just feel so good in yourself that you've actually done it. Yeah. It's, it's something yeah. that you're you can be in charge of and and if it if it doesn't happen you know you you know if it doesn't work just keep trying so there you heard me chatting to Ros like myself Ros spent decades drinking heavily but managed to change those lifelong habits in a matter of months we both agreed that drinking is a lot of fun until it's not and we both spent the last decade of our drinking careers knowing that we would have to make a change. The trouble was, neither of us knew how to make a change, and it was only when we connected with a sobriety community that we managed to make a change. As Roz put it, she found her people, and now Tribe Sober is her family. Thank you, Roz, that's just what we're trying to achieve. With just over 300 members, we are still able to provide a personal service to our members and tailor a program just for them. So if you want to join the Tribe Sober family, just go to tribesober.com and hit join our tribe. The trick with drinking is to enjoy it and then to catch it before you start becoming dependent. And that's why regular challenges are so important. Alcohol is insidious and it creeps up on you over the years. So however much or little you drink, you should take a challenge at least twice a year to test your dependence. If it's easy for you to get through an alcohol-free challenge, then no problem. But if you can't, then that's a red flag that you've become dependent and you need to make a change. And of course, we can help you with that. So our next Sober Springer is Anique from Belgium. Anique has been dabbling in sobriety before she signed up for our Sober Spring. She'd read William Porter's great books, Alcohol Explained, and she'd tried Annie Grace's Alcohol Experiments. She'd shared her worries with her friends, who of course reassured her that she was fine. She even went to a doctor and told him that she was worried about her drinking. He told her that a few glasses of wine a day was okay. Here at Tribe Sober, we strongly disagree with that doctor. If you are at all worried about your drinking, then it's time to make a change, however much or little you are drinking. If it's on your mind, then reach out and get some help. So let's hear more from Anique. I asked her why she signed up for the challenge. Well, first, thank you for having me in Tribe Sober. Uh, well, I was getting ready for my move. I was packing boxes back in September. It was a difficult move, an emotional move. I was leaving my house. I had to sell it. And of course, uh, while I was packing, I was drinking a glass of wine. Uh, like Herr Puli would say, between brackets, one, two, three, you know, I was uh, <laughs> drinking my glass of wine to help me cope. Uh, I was on moderation mode, as usual, and um, uh, I decided to listen to William Porter, who had um, a guest, who was actually Janet Gorant. And um, when I listened to it, I was really touched by everything you said. And 
all of a sudden I told myself, but Anik, that's your tribe. Um, and I immediately signed up for, for the Tribe Sober 66 Spring Day Challenge. And I asked for my tracker because um, I had heard about it and I felt really empowered. So I started the program and um, the first days were very, very difficult. But uh, I was convinced that the, something had happened inside me. That uh, I had like a mind shift by listening to this interview. Great. Yeah. Yeah, we do need to change our thinking, don't we, when we, we do this? Yeah. yeah. Had you ever taken a break from drinking before? Yes. Yes, I did. I tried. We don't have um, a dry. Uh, you have dry January and uh, sober October. We have... Um, uh, février au minéral, which is um, uh, our Belgian thing. Uh, I tried. Uh, I I lasted like two or three days. I had lots of day ones, tons of day ones. Uh, I did stop for about thirty days uh, in May two thousand twenty when I realized uh, it, my my drinking was really bad. And uh, I was listening to Annie Grace and her program, and uh, that's why I signed up for her program. And I also listened to um, William Porter's book, which convinced me I really had to quit. Uh, and I did it for 30 days. And after 30 days, I felt confident enough to take a drink once in a while. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so I did Annie Grace a second time, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same because I had already done it. And yeah, uh, yeah it wasn't working as well. So when, <laughs> when did enough. you finally make that shift, you know, that, that you decide that you accepted that you, you just couldn't drink moderately? Because that's a big step. And I think once we can accept that, then we can move forward. Otherwise, we're just spinning round and round and doing the hardest bit over and over again, aren't we? Yeah, well, actually, I had seen quite a few doctors because I was worried about my drinking when I was still with my ex-husband. We were drinking a lot together, and um, the one and a half bottle recommended per week was our most of our daily intake, right? And um, weekends were worse. And every morning I was taking decisions like today is my last day I'm coming back from work and I won't be drinking I know I won't there will be no alcohol in the house and every day uh, I was the bottle was there <laughs> uh, and uh, so we had I had a very difficult uh, family situation in June uh, 2019 and there uh, I started drinking much more and um, it's only when one day I, I realized I couldn't quit that um, I called a doctor. I called several doctors and they told me there was nothing wrong in, in drinking a few glasses per day. Um, I spoke with friends and they told me I was really the only one in the group who was actually drinking wisely. So I thought maybe they're right, maybe I'm wrong, but I wasn't feeling good. You know, it was always like on another planet. I was detached. It's, yeah, I wasn't my true self. Yeah, And uh, when I did the program with Annie Grace and listened to all her podcasts, I thought, oh, yeah, you really have a problem. <laughs> Every Saturday afternoon, we open up our Tribe Sober Zoom Cafe. 
It's a safe space where our members can connect, check in, and just shoot the breeze about alcohol-free living. If you'd like to be a guest at the cafe one Saturday, just drop us an email at Janet at TribeSober.com. That's Janet, J-A-N-E-T, at TribeSober.com, and we'll send you an invitation. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad, yeah, because I think, you know, our friends are always telling us, oh, we're fine. And, you know, even doctors say, oh, have a few glasses of wine because, you know, they don't really understand. But uh, you said it there and you said you you didn't feel comfortable about your drinking. And I think that's when we need to make the big change, isn't it? Because that's all that matters, you know, not what our friends think or what the doctor thinks. If if it's on our mind and it's bothering us, then then we don't feel. It's a sign. Yeah, yeah. And as you said, you, you never felt, you know, quite quite right. Because exactly. even even if alcohol doesn't destroy us, you know, it doesn't destroy everybody by any means, but it it's prevents us from reaching our potential, I think. Exactly. And, you know, I'm sure that's that's what was mm-hmm. happening. So so well done you for being sensitive enough, you know, to realize. And um, I mean, you're looking amazing these days. How, mm-hmm. how different do you feel? Oh, I have so much energy. Uh, oh. As I told you, the first 30 days were hell. And I thought, oh, my gosh, how am I going to do this? It was more difficult than the first time I did the 30 days. And uh, I was like, I didn't want to do anything. I was in bed. I couldn't read. I couldn't do anything. I had terrible headaches. Whew, it was tough. But now, uh, well, it's 80 days today. I don't think about it. I actually yeah. don't think about it. And uh, of course, the few first weeks, you you need to put coping mechanisms in place. Like uh, I, I had to laugh when I heard Claire Pooley say that she changed her schedule for cooking. I did too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I used to drink while I was cooking. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I also liked what she said. You have to treat your drinking like a toddler. It's like not to give in <laughs> and yeah. find distractions. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah every time i would want to drink i would find something to do like go for a walk and really walk uh, intensely or go for a yoga session or meditation it, it, it's yeah and i feel so much better oh it's uh yeah night and day it's like uh, day and night it's like i can see in color yeah. oh, it, everything is so different so different yeah I'm very happy. Wonderful. Yeah, when when you think about it, I mean, what did you say? Eighty days, and you don't, you hardly think about it anymore. I mean, that's yeah. not very long, is it? No. Think how many decades you were drinking for, <laughs> yeah. and and all, all you've done, Annick, is uh, and you did have quite a dependence issue from the sound of it, but you've really given it your all, haven't you? You've listened to the podcast, you've done the reading, mm-hmm. and you've really thrown yourself into it a hundred percent. And here you are, eighty days feeling fabulous and, yeah. and not even thinking about yeah. it oh I'm so happy and uh, my, my friends can't understand it and they say I must be so unhappy without drinking but then when they see me they say oh well what's changed in your life and I say well I quit drinking and they say can't be it you must have done something else what do you take is it the vitamins is it this or is it that and no it's only it's the only thing I've changed and you know I always had cramps really terrible gut cramps and uh I was seeing so many gastros and changing diets and gluten-free and whatever. And since I stopped drinking, I don't have any cramps anymore. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, alcohol damages the gut, you know, so much. Mm -hmm. And, 
yeah, I mean, as you say, you go and see the gastros and you, you know, talking to all these doctors. And I know lots of people that spend time in therapy about their anxiety and still drinking, you know, and they're just not connecting the dots. You mm -hmm. know, you stitch mm -hmm. the drink just for a while even, and you'll see all those little kind of niggles. They just clear up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, we're uh... pouring poison in our body day after day, year after year. It's it's going to rebel at some point. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. And, and I was so healthy, you know, in my daily life, <laughs> eating lots of veggies, you know, um, uh, paying attention to so many different things, things taking supplements, but and uh, I would I would reward myself with a drink, of course, whatever I would do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean we do all the right things. We exercise, <laughs> we do yoga. We I used to have my green juices and everything, <laughs> and then we drink. You know, it's like the last piece of the puzzle, isn't it? And we just don't want to give it up because no. we we can't imagine. You know, we're like your friends are now, and they're thinking, well, she can't be happy. She doesn't drink. Exactly, exactly. So I can't wait to go to a party and dance. <laughs> yes. Oh, you must. You've got to be the role model. I mean, you and we've got another lady in Belgium, haven't we, Grace? <laughs> You'll have to be the pioneers. Oh, the there's sobriety. someone else in Belgium? Oh, cool. Yes, oh, Grace. Cool. She comes to our Zoom cafe. Oh, yeah, cool. I'll, I must connect you, actually. Yeah, yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you did Cyber Spring, you did your 66 days, and how did you feel towards the end of it? I mean, did you go through the loop, oh, well, maybe I can moderate, or is that gone now? No, that's think? completely gone. That's completely gone, because uh, you know, I've been listening to all your podcasts. Now I've done them all, so I'm listening to them for the second time. <laughs> wow. So second God, round. There should be a certificate issue, I think. <laughs> the thing is that when you listen to them a second time, you hear things that you didn't hear the first time. Yeah, uh, oh, I can understand that. I like watching movies twice, actually. My husband... <laughs> can't understand it he says but but we've seen this one and I said I know it was very good I want to see it again yeah. <laughs> I want, yeah and then uh, I want to thank you for the uh, mini podcasts too because uh, oh I, did they help oh yeah because uh, sometimes I would wait a day or two so I could listen to two in a row and um, uh, that's that's a reward too because I would keep it like uh, I would do my tracker and listen to my daily. I had re read it because you you had sent it yeah, to me. Yeah. But I like it's really nice to listen to it because it's exactly at the stage you are. You know, yeah, uh, on day yeah. sixty four you listen to day sixty four and you go, oh, two more days left. And yeah. um, it, it's really it, it it's a good help as well as the tracker. Thank you, Lucy, for that. Uh, the list of the whys helped me a lot. Um, the whys I have. I was drinking and also why I wanted to quit, you know, and uh, it, it is really interesting to go, to do, to go through this introspection with yourself yeah. um, on all the whys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we ask, uh, well, you came to a workshop, didn't you? And we asked yes. people, you know, why they want to do this. And they've always got really important reasons. Yes. You know, it's about saving their marriage, role modeling for their children, protecting mm -hmm. their health. It's not small things you know mm -hmm. so I think once people reflect on those reasons and then beside it if you put why do I want to drink you know it's mm -hmm. uh, 
well, to have fun, but you can have fun without drinking. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But, but you have to put in the work, and and you've put in the work, and you you've got the reward now. Yeah, I couldn't so, imagine living without drinking. I could not imagine no not having a bottle of white wine and waiting for me in the fridge. You know, yeah, it yeah. was impossible. Oh, we've been so programmed and brainwashed, haven't we, to to believe that that's so. I mean, the liquor industry, we've got to hand it to them. They're so clever. They really are clever. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've brainwashed the global population. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But I, I quite enjoy going against the flow now and, uh, you know, looking at so just seeing the advertising. I mean, Annie doesn't, she, she describes that so well. Because Annie Grace was in marketing. Uh, I don't yes. know if you picked that up from her. Book. Yes. So she she really understands it. And uh, ever since reading that, you know, when I look at an ad, I think, oh, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. see right through it. Yeah, exactly. And when I listen to Catherine Gray as well, oh, my gosh, where she comes from. I mean, yeah. where she is now. I mean, it's true what she says about this unexpected joy. That's exactly oh, what totally. I feel. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're only at the beginning. I mean, honestly, it, it just gets better and better. As uh, you read Claire Pooley's bunny blog, didn't you? That we're always putting out there. You know, well, she says a hundred days, doesn't she? And you see little glimpses, but you know, you carry on and carry on. I think you have to do a year, really. Yes, and then you know, you, you're just flying. Then, so. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. what can I say? Well done. Keep at it. I will. I will. And uh, we love having you in our tribe. <laughs> oh, I love being there in the tribe. It's it's so helpful to be supported by a tribe. Uh, I wasn't on the on the, on lots of Facebook groups, but here you feel because it's smaller, I guess. Um, it's more personal um, because of the. I, at the beginning, I didn't really like to talk at the Facebook um, groups. You know, when we gather on uh, on Saturdays at the Zoom cafes, but it's I love to listen to other people because it it reflects you your own story right and uh, yeah. uh and uh, yeah it, it's really personal that's what i like about it yeah well we've only got a few hundred members and, and we like it that way because we mm-hmm. think, we know most of our members you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i don't think the groups with uh, twenty five thousand members can say that so it's that's, true that's the difference you know it's a difference oh, yeah yeah well done anik and well done for throwing the book at it just like ros After helping hundreds of people to get sober, I'm more and more convinced that this doesn't have to be a lifelong struggle. It involves giving it your all for the first six months when you're basically concentrating on not drinking and learning as much as you can. The rest of that first year is about learning to navigate our alcohol-drenched society, developing new interests and learning to thrive in your alcohol-free life. In the early days, it's all about keeping on track. You heard Anique say that the first 30 days were really tough, but by day 80, she was doing great. Like many women, Anique was quite health conscious. She ate healthy foods and did yoga and exercised, but she drank. For so many of us, alcohol is the missing part of the puzzle. So many of us are filled with fear and reluctance to let it go. All we can tell you from the other side is that you will gain so much more than you will lose if you ditch the drink. 
your drinking isn't a problem. It's actually giving you an opportunity, an opportunity to ditch the stuff and open up your life. That's a valuable reframe by tribe member Lucy. And talking of Lucy, Anik referred to our why exercise, which was designed by Lucy and has helped so many of our members. If you'd like a copy, just drop a line to Janice at tribesober.com and I'll send it to you. So let's try and summarize this episode just by pulling together a few tips and benefits from Ros and Anik. Tip number one, find a community, find your people. You heard Ros say that Tribe Sober has become her family and Anik said that the WhatsApp group helped her to feel less alone. It's so important to realize that we're not alone in this struggle. We're not broken. We're not diseased. We just got addicted to an addictive substance like 20% of social drinkers do every single year. Connection is the opposite of addiction, so find your people. Maybe we are your people. Go to tribesober.com, hit join our tribe, and find out more about the support we offer. Anique had got to the point where moderation no longer crossed her mind. This is a huge step. When we accept that we can never drink alcohol, we find peace. Admittedly, we have some work to do to change our habits, but it's entirely possible and so worthwhile. Always remember that people who moderate just moderate. Alcohol is not even on their radar. If you're listening to this podcast, then you probably can't moderate or you wouldn't find it interesting at all. The final tip is to give it your all. Ross and Anik really threw the book at their sobriety. Ros checked the community messages first thing in the morning and last thing at night, attended all the Zoom meetings, listened to all the podcasts and read the quitlet. Anik even listened to the podcast twice. Give it your all and get this sobriety thing nailed within six months. Then work on thriving in your alcohol-free life and you'll never look back. And let's finish off with a couple of the many benefits that emerged from those conversations. Ross sleeps well, wakes up happy and has lost weight without even trying. She's just had her 71st birthday and says that sobriety is the best birthday present ever. We always say that ditching the booze is one of the best things you can do for yourself as you get older. And Ros is walking proof of that. Well done, Ros. Anique has boundless energy and her joie de vivre is back. She can relate to the title of Catherine Gray's book, The Unexpected Joy of Being Sober. Like me, she had absolutely no idea that sobriety could be full of joy. So well done, ladies. Thank you so much for your shares. We appreciate you. If you enjoyed this episode, then you can hear another six conversations about the power of taking a break from the booze by listening to episodes 75 and 76. So I hope our Sober Spring challenges have convinced you that it's well worth taking a break from the booze. Just hop on to tribesober.com and hit January challenge. We'll see you there. So that's it from me. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us and share the podcast. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a review. If you take a screenshot of your review and email it to me, we'll not only read it out on the show, but we'll send you something nice to say thank you. I'll be back next week. Ditching the drink is like climbing a mountain. It's hard. It takes courage and grit and an experienced guide. And that's where we come in. 
Here at Tribe Sober, we've climbed that mountain, and we know the view from the top is amazing. We've used our experience to put together a unique membership program that will support you all the way. We've got challenges, chat rooms, sober buddies, trackers, and milestone awards, and that's just for starters. So head on over to tribesober.com and check out our membership program. It's the essential resource for anyone looking to ditch the drink and change their life.